Welcome to Madison Voices. Theater is a reflection of society and the times in which we live. We give voice to the artist's perspective on art, theater, family, and life. We want to take this time to celebrate the talent, passion, and stories of those who are part of the Madison Theater family. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Angelo Fraboni, Artistic Director of the Madison Theater at Malloy College. The Madison Theater is host to many professional artists, productions, and shows. I've had discussions with directors, designers, playwrights, and even with our theater art students who have performed at the theater. But the Madison Theater is much more to the Malloy community. We host and work closely with many Malloy College students and their events. The business, education, communication, nursing, and other degree students come together across campus through various college-sponsored clubs. Many of these clubs utilize the Madison Theater for their showcase, celebrations, productions, and even cultural awareness events. We will explore these different clubs from time to time on this podcast because their stories are worth hearing. Today, I will be speaking with two seniors from the business department who've had very different paths through the college, but have worked and came together at the Malloy Performing Arts Club, or MPAC. It is made up of students who love theater, but have wanted a career in something else. They perform a couple cabarets each year and one full production. So please welcome Matt Gibbons and Molly Heron. How are you today? I'm good, how are you? Great, great. So Matt, you were originally from New York and you studied business from the beginning of your college career, correct? Yes. And uh, you've worked with the Madison Theater as our box office uh, manager, also as stage crew setting up events. And Molly, you're originally from Texas, who started in the theater arts program, but switched to business in your sophomore year? Was it your junior year? Yeah, so I finished out two full years in the CAP 21 program. Right. And then you also, so you performed at the Madison Theater in that capacity a little bit. And, uh, but, but let's, let's talk about how you guys came to Malloy College and, and how you got involved with Impact, which is the Malloy Performing Arts Club, correct? It's a club. So let's start with you, Molly. Uh, so I came to Malloy originally for the CAP 21 program. I wanted conservatory style training alongside the real college experience and Malloy CAP 21 really, I felt offered that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wanted the proximity to the city was also really appealing to me being from a really small town in Texas. And when I decided to change my major, that is when I really found a home in MPAC. And MPAC is open to all students, regardless of their major. And it's totally student run. It's just a place for any student to come and create performance art together. And it's a really awesome space. And what about you, Matt? How did you get involved in so um, I actually only applied to two schools when in my senior year, one of them being Malloy. My brother went there uh, and he was a business accounting major and graduated from there. So I was like, okay, I kind of want to go there. So I went, I got accepted and immediately committed. Mm-hmm. Um, so going in, I kind of just went in and met a few people and became friends with that small friend group, but felt, you know, this is college, I should be expanding further and meeting different groups, different areas. 
Um, and I went to MPAC, one of their first rehearsals, as and they said, "Sorry, the cast list is already up. You missed the auditions, <laughs> but you know you can you can help us out with stage crew." And I had a very big stage crew experience uh, from high school, so I was like, "I got you. I'll help you out. No problem." Ended up um, kind of going to their first stage crew meeting, and they were like, "Listen, we don't really know what we're doing in terms of building the set, so we need your help." So that kind of skyrocketed me into it. You you built a lot of the sets for MPAC, correct? Yep, I've built uh, I think five sets now from freshman <laughs> year. So you know, and the and the last one I have to say was pretty amazing for Big Fish. Uh, you outdid yourself on that one. It sure was. Um, and these performances are a lot of fun. I have to say, the just the energy on stage from these students are great. Now, uh, Matt, so you did. You were involved in theater in high school. I know Molly was, obviously. Yes. So I was involved in theater in high school. At first, I wanted nothing to do with it. I was on the lacrosse team, and they kind of didn't mesh well, as you can imagine. So I um, you know, was a little skeptical to join right away. Ended up joining um, uh, as a cast member, then got into stage crew and continued with that. And then about sophomore year, I had to make a choice whether it was whether I was going to stay with theater or stick with lacrosse. And theater provided more to me in terms of growth and, you know, developing as a person. So I was like, I have to go with that. And, you know, it was one of the best choices I made. Yeah. I mean, and you both of you, I just want our listeners to understand that you guys just didn't go to school. You guys didn't just go to impact you guys were student ambassadors you were ras at one point you guys both were in student government so talk about that experience i mean that that sounds overwhelming even to me so so molly molly what was that like getting involved with so many different things um well at malloy it's it's kind of easy to get involved with so many things. I, it was kind of like a snowball effect for me. So I first got involved with student government and through student government, I made some amazing friends that encouraged me to do other things on campus. And, um, you know, by my senior year, I was senior class president of student government. I was a RA in Fitzgerald Hall. I'm student ambassador, orientation leader. I'm a social media ambassador for the college. So I run the college Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. I probably do it on campus. And it's definitely overwhelming at times, Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, especially balancing a full course load on top of working. I also am a licensed New York State insurance agent, and I work for State Farm. There you go. So (laughs) it's definitely a lot. Um, but I think like the best advice I could give to someone that maybe was, you know, looking to get involved as heavily as I was involved is to get a good planner and get a good group of friends that are going to encourage you to, you know, stay on the right track and get the things done that you need to get done and just be motivated. Yeah. And what about you, Matt? Um, I'd say it was pretty similar. I was again, uh, you know, I'd say freshman year I came in and I was kind of too cool for school and didn't really want to get involved in anything and used to, you know, be the guy who was like, Oh, I'm not going to that event. And then I went to one and I actually went with Molly's boyfriend, Tim, two of us (laughs) went to an event and the two of us started, like, we basically started a club. We were Malloy student government crew. So we weren't actually on MSG, but we were just like there to be involved. 
What's what's MSG? What's MSG? Malaysia Malaysia student, student government. government. Okay. So um, we weren't really a part of it, but we were at all the events helping them out, and that was a lot of fun. So then I just snowballed into it. They a position opened up. Um, actually, it's funny. For Malloy Student Government, a position opened up in December, and I was offered the position as an assistant, and I took it right away. And then <laughs> in January, a position opened up on the MPAC eboard uh, for stage manager, and I got thrown into that also. So as a freshman, I jumped into two leadership positions and just kind of went with it from there. It's you know, it's a ladder from there. You just got to keep going up. Right. But you guys both worked during orientations. You worked during during uh, uh, open houses as ambassadors. Now, explain to our listeners if they don't know what an ambassador does and what an ambassador is for the college. Molly, you're a better call for that. <laughs> um, we essentially give campus tours. We assist with all campus recruitment activities, answering frequently asked questions, um, open houses, accepted students days, the phone-a-thons that we do to prospective students, just uh, really anything to kind of recruit new students to the college. That's fantastic. That sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. Now, Matt, yeah, that's great. No, no, Matt used to work at the theater. Uh, you worked, you worked at my box office. You did crew, but I don't want everyone to think that you just did crew for MPAC because you actually performed. You were Pippin. Yes, yes I was Pippin. Um, worked you in Shrek too? Yes, I was in Shrek. So the beauty of MPAC in my eyes is it's not just you know one stop. It's not just one place. You know, you fit into this role. You can kind of be in all different roles. So I was in leadership roles. I was in small ensemble roles. I was in small stage crew roles, large stage crew roles. It it really, you know, depends on where you're at, and it's it, there's a place for everybody in it, whether yep. your skill level's minimal or you know. Best doesn't it doesn't matter. Everybody's got a place to an impact. Uh, and I and I have to say, these students, you know, these college students that are in these shows, they're really talented. I mean, they're not in a in a degree. I mean, I've seen some really good talent on that stage, and I'm just blown away by you guys. And there's something to be said for the fact that MPAC is 100% student run. Everything you see on that stage, there is a student doing the work that's behind it, from the choreography to the set, to the costumes, to the direction, to the characters that are being portrayed. Like, you name it, there is a student behind the work that's being done. And that is so incredible because it gives the students a lot of autonomy in the work. Absolutely. But there is a lot of community or, or should I say, uh, committee meetings that have to make decisions like trying to decide on things, right? Yes. So the executive board meets pretty consistently. Um, We would meet, you know, once at least every two or three weeks to discuss things. And then our e-board is split up into two separate sections, one being the production team, which is the director and the two stage managers who focus more on creative aspects with with the shows. And then we have a president, vice president, and treasurer who focus more on the actual running of the club. Um, the six of us work together really well to keep a cohesive, you know, motive and a cohesive plan, but, you know, splitting those two up, it, there's a lot of small individual meetings and then a couple big, large meetings throughout the year. 
Right. And you're, and who's your overseer? Is it uh, Student Affairs who oversees all this, who gives you the budget and everything? Or do you guys have your own budget? How does that work? So that, yes, we work through Student Affairs. We're a uh, subsection of Student Affairs. Uh, Malloy Student Government is in charge of giving out the budgets for all of the clubs. So they give us a budget out of their club budget. And um, that's what allows us to produce our big shows, our large scale shows in the Madison. Um, and they kind of, they give us some guidance, but they're more there to just make sure that we're doing the right thing and keep it going. And, you know, they give us the support that we need and make it work. And how do the uh, shows get chosen by the committee? I mean, is it like, like a lottery? No. So for our shows, we actually, we have our elections each year. And um, after those elections, the executive board gets together and selects a handful of shows that um, they'd be interested in doing. And from there, we actually have a production approval committee within the club. So it's comprised of club members that have been, you know, members of MPAC shows in the past. And we then vote using those club members and whatever wins, wins. And all of the shows uh, are first approved by Student Affairs, just to make sure that we're keeping with the Malloy College brand and the Dominican tradition. The Dominican tradition, because Malloy College is a Dominican uh, college institution. That's right. And so they, they definitely have a great, uh, they always have a great mission, the Malloy College mission. It's, you know, very honest and straightforward and truthful, which I love. I love working there as well. So we were talking about balance this. Now, Matt, you left my employment because you started work at a law firm. Because you're, you're, is that correct? Yeah, I work at a real estate lawyer, uh, real estate law firm as an office manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's you know been taking up a lot of my time. I'm there full time, uh, with the exception of classes where I'm working remotely and working from Mullet's campus. Right. Now, with Molly at State Farm, you at the law, law office, you guys doing all this student government ambassador work and heading up MPAC. Talk about the rehearsal process for this, because most of these kids are on different schedules, have different class schedules. This sounds like a nightmare headache to me. <laughs> Trying, trying to get everyone together and get these shows together. How, how do you guys coordinate all this? Lots of prayers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's definitely a little tough to get everybody together. We do most of our rehearsals from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. every night of the week, um, with the exception of weekends, because that's usually when classes are out. And nobody can give the excuse of, oh, I'm in class. So we do that so that we have everybody there as much as possible. But even then, it's really tough, especially – as a stage manager, um, you have to be at every rehearsal and the day really just doesn't stop until 1230 at night, most nights. Um, so like I'll, I'll go to work at nine, get out at five, drive straight to Malloy, be there from, you know, 630 to 12 at night. And that's, that's my day. And you still have classes. Yep. And then classes, most of my classes are online, which are beneficial. I do the online work, uh, in between, but between yeah. mid, midnight and 6 a.m., right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is one great thing about being a business student at Malloy is we have almost every single class either in an online or a hybrid form, which really allows a lot of flexibility with the schedule for you. And they, they intentionally do it that way so that students can do internships and things like that. 
Right. And uh, the business department uses the theater a lot for different things. You guys have come into our our uh, theater and have done what Shark Tank type events and all, you know, marketing events. And it, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, we have a re- really good relationship with the business department. And I and I really appreciate everything they do for you students and everything. Um, what are the fun things that you guys have done with business? You know, outside of theater, I mean, is you know, what do you what do you enjoy? You know, I personally, uh, one of my favorite things that I did with the business division was, uh, or school of business. Actually, they've recently been changed to a school of business, which is awesome. But so, one of the more fun things that I've done with them is over the summer they host a business boot camp for rising juniors and seniors in high school. Uh, for them to come and do like the Shark Tank competition that you were talking about and various other things uh, in order to kind of promote Malloy uh, and get them to come to our school, but also to, you know, you have the knowledge that we have been given over the past couple of years and give that back to the younger students to maybe inspire them to, to go into business someday. What about you, Molly? Um, my favorite thing that I've done in the business program, I actually finished my senior capstone in the fall semester instead of doing it in the spring semester, just so I could wrap it up a little bit earlier. And, um, I had the opportunity to work with the Ryan Mullen strive for five foundation and essentially build out an entire business plan for this emerging foundation for one of our adjunct professors here at Malloy, Professor Janice Mullen. Mm-hmm. Um, her son actually tragically passed away over a year ago. She started a foundation in his honor, and it was such an incredible experience to get to work, you know, hand in hand with her to help kind of bring the foundation into its beginning stages. So that is definitely the most life-changing and biggest privilege I've had at in Malloy's business department so far. Yeah, I have one more question for you, Molly. Well, a bunch of more questions, but did you ever think six years ago when you were applying to this college that you'd be ending ending up where you are right now? No way. <laughs> um, if you told me six years ago when I was, you know, applying to colleges that I was going to be graduating as a business marketing major with a minor in finance, I would have laughed in your face. (laughs) Um, But I think that, you know, through all of our, your time in college, you go through so many changes and you're growing so much as a person, especially if you go away to school and you're, you know, having the opportunity to be really independent for the first time. Um, And, you know, through all those growing, growing pains and changes, I just found that this was the right path for me. And I'm super thankful I found it. I, I'm. I was shocked when you actually left the theater arts program. I remember you doing that, and I was like slack jawed, thinking, "Oh my God, you were so talented!" And I was just shocked. But I'm glad. I'm glad you found your way, and I think uh, you've made a great decision. Uh, you're so well spoken. Let's go back to a little bit more about this club. Now, you, you talk about across campus, across degrees, all these different people coming in to the program. Have you met great friends? Have you met? Uh, have you established, you know, great friendships, you know, from different departments? Because sometimes business or like theater arts or even nursing, they, they, they sort of just hang out and they're sort of stuck in their studios and in their departments. So MPEC allows you guys to cross pollinate, I, I would say. Talk, 
talk about about that experience and experiencing different people in the college and different degrees. Um, so I am actually in a relationship with a nursing major right now that I've met through not not necessarily just MPAC, but uh, I've gotten close to her through MPAC and through Malay Student Government. So that is definitely something that being involved on campus and being involved in MPAC and Malay Student Government has allowed me to do. But on top of that, I'm friends with a bunch of music majors in MPAC, nursing majors, everybody, any major, you name it. Um, so it's just giving me a chance to kind of bring people together and, you know, make friends out of that, which is really nice. And I think that at Malloy, it's much easier because we're such a small school. You're, you're not necessarily just walking in the business building every day. You're, you're taking classes in Hagen and public square and things like that. And it allows you to, you know, make those connections outside of the classroom. And, and, and I agree with that. I just want to ask Matt a quick question. You know, you said um, your your girlfriend is a nursing student, and she's sort of on the front lines right now with everything that's going on. How is she doing? You know, is- yes. So she recently graduated as a nursing major and uh, passed her NCLEX. She was working as a nursing assistant at Winthrop, and uh, she her floor was con- one of the, one of the first on Long Island to be converted into a full Corona virus floor. Um, and she's been, you know, really, they've, she's been kind of filling me in on what's going on. And it's, it's, it's a crazy world out there. What's going on right now. Um, she's actually been accepted. She accepted a job offer for an RN position. So right now she's on in online orientation, um, mm-hmm. but they're expediting the process. So it usually takes about a month. They're expediting it for it to take about a week and a half so that they can get right out on the floor and start helping people. Um, and to get some fresh faces in there to kind of keep the spirits up in um on these coronavirus floors because it's pretty crazy so she's she's doing well and excited to get involved and help that's that's amazing uh, uh molly did you meet you met your boyfriend at the college as well because is it at an impact uh no not not through impact we actually met through i guess Malloy life media Wow. Uh, he, yeah, so he is the, um, my boyfriend is the editor-in-chief of Malloy Life Media, uh, so he's the head honcho over there, and he, uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, student government works very closely with Malloy Life Media, and we just had the opportunity to connect through that, and been together ever since. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Uh, so talk about this senior year, this end of the senior year. Now, Molly, you said you sort of finished up and wrapped everything up in your fall semester to sort of get a head start on things. Um, and and Matt, you know, you're finishing up too. How is this, most of your life, uh, classes are online though, Matt. So how has this affected you, you know, moving to online, losing your graduation? You guys lost your MPAC cabaret, your final cabaret. So talk a little bit about how this has affected you. This has been absolutely crazy in my uh, life right now because this semester I'm actually taking... 21 credits, which is uh, double the two more courses than most usually take. So it's a big credit overload in order to graduate and get out on time, which is a crazy workload. Um, But like you said, a lot of my classes are online, so it wasn't too bad of a transition. But transitioning to all online has been a little tough, especially considering my industry has not shut down. 
So I'm still working left and right every single day, overtime, everything like that. Um, but, you know, in terms of losing commencement, we actually just got word that it's been rescheduled for June, which is great. So, um, you know, yeah, we'll still be, we'll still be able to walk, hopefully, provided everything kind of plays out. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a big culture shock lifestyle change, considering, like I said, I, I was working every day and then going straight to Malloy and I would spend most of my day there or, you know, in some capacity have something to do with Malloy. And now just to not be on campus at all is pretty crazy. Yeah. Molly. Um, well, just to clarify, I didn't graduate last semester, so I didn't finish up, but I finished up with my capstone, which is like your senior thesis seminar class. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm still taking online classes and I have to say the most heartbreaking part of it all is losing my final senior MPAC performance. Um, I've been on the e-board of this club for three years and, you know, worked my way up to be president this year. And I, um, this club has really been my safe place and my home for the past three years. And to not get those final moments with, you know, the other graduating seniors is, it's heartbreaking, um, but I do understand that the decisions that were made were all for the health and safety of us as students, and they wouldn't have been made if they weren't absolutely necessary, because I know how difficult they were to make. So I appreciate the college, you know, keeping their students' health and safety at the forefront of everything. Yeah. Did you go through the the signs of grief, like anger and? <laughs> of course, of course, because at first you you know you hear it's a virus, like this is it's so common. You're hearing all of this false narrative, and and then everything explodes, and you understand why things had to happen the way that they did, right? And helps you gain a lot of perspective, I think. How do your parents feel about you being in big New York City during this crisis? They are terrified. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, sure. Um, I'm terrified for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard them not being able to be here. And, um, you know, neither of my parents were able to finish college. So me being a first-generation student, they were really you know, sad that I might not have been able to walk. So we're just thankful that we get to actually have a graduation and, you know, I'm counting my blessings. Yes. <laughs> and Matt, um, how are you, are you still living at home probably, right? Or do you have your own apartment? Yes, I'm living at home right now. Um, That's good. Yeah, it's, it's a little tough though, because my brother and his fiance, they live uh, in the apartment below us and they are currently not working. So they're safe from the virus. But my mom and I, who my mom's actually in the same industry as me, the two of us have been working pretty much every single day, closing loans and getting all this stuff done for these these mortgages, which you basically have to be dealing with people every single day. So us coming home and bringing, possibly potentially bringing the virus into the home is a little bit scary for uh, our housemates. But we're making do and, you know, trying to keep as clean as possible and prevent the spread of it to our family. But it's, it's it, being at home even then, as long as you're not, I mean, if you're not quarantined in, it's, it's always a risk. 
And you guys still still keep in contact with the MPAC uh, team and everything, or your friends from MPAC? So we're um, we're still looking to you know, continue on. We still have to have elections. We still have to, you know, finish out the year as a club. So we're looking to do some things uh, via Zoom, uh, Mm -hmm. as most colleges are using now, to stay connected with the club and provide them an opportunity to, you know, elect their executive board for the 2020-2021 school year and get the ball rolling on that. Right. Why don't you guys do your last cabaret on Zoom? And then send it to the Madison Theater. We'll post it. And you guys can have your final cabaret. I wish. Oh, you can do it. You can do that. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll have everybody record themselves and we'll put it all together. We'll piece it together. We'll have Malloy Life Media uh, make a video for us. Exactly. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, that's the beauty of college. I mean, because all the community is coming together and they're really helping each other. So it's, you know, you guys can ask Malloy Media to help out with this and you guys could do it. You know, you could have someone playing music on Zoom while someone else is singing. Yeah, it's worth looking into for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So where are you guys going to go from here? Uh, you mean personally? Are you, yeah. Are you going to go to law school? Because you're the working on law? The plan is to go to law school. Um, I'm I always told him he should be a lawyer. Because this guy, he could convince you this guy was green. I'm telling you. <laughs> you're a law school or a politician. He's he's so good with people. My, uh, my plan is to stick at Malloy for another year and get my MBA. Because I am in the five-year MBA program. Um, and then go to law school from there and, you know, keep going and just keep getting those degrees and keep moving up. That's great. And Molly, where are you going to go? Are you going to stay at State Farm and, or do you want to work for a non-for-profit or something? Well, actually, through all of my leadership positions at Malloy, I kind of realized I'm doing all this stuff for free. I might as well make a career out of it. Um, so I have decided that I'm going to be going into higher education and hopefully making an impact on college students the way that, um, so many of my mentors at Malloy have done for me, um, especially Janine Biscari. I, I, I know you guys know her. Everybody knows Janine. She's been. Well, some of our listeners don't. So who who is Janine? Janine Biscari is the Vice President of Student Affairs at Malloy. And she's basically been my greatest mentor throughout my time in all my leadership positions that I've held. She's seen me at my very worst and at my very best, and she's never treated me differently. Um, And she really inspired me to want to make an impact on students the way that she's made an impact on me. And, um, you know, I attribute a lot of my future career goals to her example. So very grateful for that mentorship. Yeah, let's let's talk about some of your professors and some of the some of the mentors at the college, because you guys have worked with and studied with a lot of different people. I mean, there must have been people who, you know, encouraged you or discouraged you. We don't have to talk about them, but, you know, know, but, uh, you know, talk about some of these professors that have really shaped you and, and made you who you are today. Um, one of my professors freshman year actually stands out to me to this day. And he was, he was actually my 
first or second class ever at Malloy. And I still remember one of his first quotes that he said to us. And he said, because um, as at Malloy, they have an ad drop period where you can, uh, you can within the first one or two weeks, you can drop out of the class if you feel it's not going to work for you for the rest of the semester. And on the first day, my professor came in, he did this whole spiel. And then he said to me and the whole rest of the class, if you don't feel like you're going to do well, walk out right now. And then we were all like, whoa, what, what's that about? Like, we thought he was being a little aggressive with us. But then he said, and I say that for your best interest. You are the customer and you pay to go here. And Malloy is providing a service to you. Don't see it as you, you know, you're coming to Malloy and this and that. You come to Malloy and you're paying for what you get. So if you don't think it's going to work, you can always take the reins and, you know, the, the customer's always right in this case. And it really spoke to me in this in the sense of, Malloy is really about customer service, any colleges. It's about keeping students there and keeping students happy. And from that point on, I decided, um, you know, take what you can. And, you know, if you don't feel like it's right, change it or go to a different area or something like that, because you deserve the best experience and education that you can get at Malloy specifically. That's nice. And Molly, what about you? Who's that besides Janine? Um, I guess in the business program, my biggest mentor is Dawn DiStefano. Uh, she's the dean of the undergraduate department, and she was also my caps. She's my advisor, and she was also my capstone professor last semester. Um, she's just so smart. She understands the industry, and she understands students, and she understands how to teach students about the industry. And she doesn't just prepare you to be a business professional, but she prepares you to be the kind of person that people want to work with. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that is the most important tool that I've gained in the business program overall, because at the end of the day, you know, you can learn Excel, you can learn, you know, Microsoft Office or about macroeconomics, but to be the kind of person that people want to work with, that's invaluable. And I feel like Dean DiStefano really provided that to me. Well, that's a good point you just made because communication, as theater people, you learn how to communicate, you learn how to talk, you learn how to represent yourself. And I think that's an important part of business as well, because you have to represent people, you have to stand up in front and do presentations and stuff like that. So how does your theater background help you with business? Well, that in just that, you know, standing in front of people and doing presentations, um, I am in a, I'm in Capstone this semester. And the first day that we had our, my group had our first presentation, um, we were a little underprepared. Um, most were it just kind of, you know, Capstone is one of those classes that really snaps you into it and you, you know, you get, it's culture shock. So we went in a little bit underprepared and we made it work. Um, and I just improv my way through the whole presentation. And at the end of it, <laughs> at, at the end, my, my group was like, dude, how did you just talk for 15 minutes about like that? I don't, I don't understand. And I was like, it's, it's theater, it's improv. It's just memorizing what you were supposed to say and making it, you know, making it work for the situation. And that's play, definitely, play in the room. <laughs> yep. And I've, I've learned that from my uh, theatrical experiences for sure. Absolutely. Definitely. I, the business program at Malloy is very presentation based. They want you to get used to being up in front of people and talking and um, every single class I'm in, every single time the professor's like, wow, you're such a natural up there. And I'm like, well, let me tell you about my 20 years of experience in theater because that is 
why I attribute so much of who I am to theater and every skill that I have in my life, I can relate it back to theater in some capacity, whether it's, you know, my organizational skills and time management, my ability to think quick on my feet, my ability to get up in front of people and talk. And especially now working in insurance, being a saleswoman, um, you know, all of that goes back to theater and, you know, the skills that I learned on stage. Yeah, I remember when they were opening up the new dorm, you made a speech in front of everyone. And I was so impressed with your speech. And everyone around me was like, who is this student? You were so eloquent and spoke so freely. And I was like, yep, that's theater for you. I mean, you you really were a terrific speaker. And I think you both are. I think you guys represent both yourselves, the college and your departments extremely well. Um, you're, and you're what I would say, you're a good face for a company, you know, uh, it's just really terrific. Thank you. No, I, I mean that. I, listen, you're working at my box office and dealing with people all the time. I just loved having you there because you, you were calm, you know, people enjoyed you. You could diffuse, a, you know, a, an irate customer when they didn't like their seat. And it was, yeah, it, it was terrific. Um, where do we go from here? Uh, so let's talk about in your life, besides at Malloy College, who's the one person or was there a show or a person or an event that actually changed, that was an aha moment? This could be when you were three or four years old that just made you kind of go, this is what I th- think I want to do. Because Molly, you know, you thought what you wanted to do for 20 years was something different than where you are now. But there must have been an aha moment or a person or, you know, an event. Talk about something. Um, Well, my mind kind of goes back to the semester of school. This was my third year of school, fall semester. I helped Pam Gigliotti, who is now our assistant director of Campus Life, um, form the... Malloy College Residence Hall Association, which is a complete governing body for our residence life population at Malloy. And Pam at the time was our residence life director and she is uh, you know, younger. She had just graduated from grad school at Penn State and she told me that she got her degree in higher education. And I was like, you can get a degree to work at a college and she was like (laughs) she was like oh yeah because when I was in college I was a theater major and even though I was a theater major I did student government and I was an RA and all this and I just realized that I loved it so that's what I decided I wanted to do forever and I was like your undergrads in theater like I just felt like I was looking into a mirror like Mm -hmm. someone out there is just like me and hearing her say that I was like well, maybe I could do this too. And then from there, I just dove head first. And what solidified being, wanting to go into higher education for me was being an RA this year, because being an RA is a really unique role on campus. You're not your staff of the school when you're an RA and you work alongside administration to foster a sense of community, promote the Dominican tradition, keep residents safe and secure in the residence halls. And um, 
this is something that I said in my, my speech at Bogner Hall dedication, but it allows you to be a part of the people that make Malloy home for so many students. And it was a life-changing job for me. And it solidified that it's what I'm supposed to be doing for the rest of my life. It's beautiful. What about you, Matt? Um, I'd say one of the most, you know, pivotal moments for me, it's, it's actually, it makes me laugh every time I think of it. So freshman year, I, like I said, I was on the lacrosse team. I, uh, was approached by my course teacher and he said, why don't you, uh, try out for the musical? Why don't you audition for the musical and do what you got to do? And I was like, sure, why not? Me and two other kids from the lacrosse team, we went out, we did it. Um, we all made it. One of them said, I don't want to do it. And then the other two, me and me and this other kid, we stayed with it. And so that was fun. I was in the ensemble of uh, the wedding singer, which is now one of my favorite shows. <laughs> um, and then one day, probably like a month into the process, I missed the bus after rehearsal. So I missed the bus and couldn't get home and had to wait for a ride and all this stuff. So I just stumbled into the auditorium and saw all these members of stage crew working on the set. And I, I had never done any type of stage crew in any way, shape or form before that and thought, okay, well, you know, my, my dad does construction. So I figured I have some experience with it. I might as well give it a shot. Dove right in just out of not having anywhere else to go and ended up falling in love with it and sticking to it for, uh, you know, for the next couple of years and ended up being stage manager of my high school and president of the club of my high school. And just, you know, it's crazy how that one I'm bored, open the door and see what's out there and just walked into the auditorium and ended up, you know, developing a career path basically and a life uh, of theater from there. That was definitely one aspect that I really wanted to explore and still do from this point on, uh, till this point. But you're going into law. <laughs> yeah, I have, uh, I actually have two friends of mine. Uh, I should not that I can't say friends, but they are older and, uh, more experienced in life than I, two lawyers that both are heavily, heavily involved with theater programs. One I met through working an event at the Madison theater. Um, and you know, they've both told me that, going to law school and learning, you know, the different aspects of that will help you in terms of running and operating a theater, um, in terms of the contracts and everything like that, and the different aspects that go along with the legal side. And that kind of also solidified it that I want to continue with law, but also continue with theater in some aspect of my life. Right. And Molly, how are you going to continue with theater as you dive into higher education? Of course, theater is always going to be a part of my life. Um, theater has been a part of my life since I was 18 months old, and I played Baby Jesus and the Live Nativity at my church. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, absolutely. I I see myself doing doing so much with theater, whether I'm advising, you know, a club at a college one day, or I'm doing community theater, or even if I go back to doing theater professionally at some point, you don't need a degree to do theater professionally. And um, if you have the love and the, you know, the skill, then you can apply it anywhere. That's absolutely. Well, guys, this has been great. You guys are terrific. Um, I really appreciate you joining me today. Um, 
we talked about everything that I think we could uh, address, uh, except for one last thing. Are you, uh, you think you made lifelong membership, uh, lifelong friendships with with Impact, or is it more mostly throughout the college? It's it's. The You're looking college. at one of them. Yeah, <laughs> Molly and I. Molly and I met through MPAC and, you know, we've been on the e-board for three years together and have just, you know, that's a lifelong friendship that I'll always, that we'll both always have. So uh, we've made a lot more than just that, but yes. And he's best friends with my boyfriend. So I guess I'm stuck with, I guess I'm stuck with Mac events. (laughs) Exactly. And, and are you going to go to, Molly, are you going to grad school at Malloy or are you going to go to Penn State? Where are you going to go? I'm going to go wherever they pay me to go. I'm going to go the benefit. One of the benefits of working in higher education is that you oftentimes a college will give you tuition remission for working there. So uh, once all of this COVID-19 stuff is over and the freeze on hiring in higher education is over, uh, I'll get a job and see who will let me go to grad school for free. That's, that's great. Well, that's what my son did too. So Anyway, I think that will wrap it up for today, guys. This was terrific. I want to thank my guests, Matthew Gibbons and Molly Heron, for chatting with me today. Uh, we hope to see you guys around Malloy once you've graduated, and I hope you come back to the Madison Theater. Uh, you guys will always be welcome there uh, as friends and as, as uh, artists. So until then, we'll keep the seats warm for you guys, okay? Thank you. I want to thank producers Kathleen the Machine Marino, Eileen Swagger Sweeney, and the VP of Advancement Edward the Terrific Thompson. Technical support and editing by Calvin the Great Guevara Flores, graphic designs by Francis Bouncing Bonnet, and Sarah Prancing Palazzolo.